Hi, hi, hi. This is Rosanna Hicken and welcome to Salty Housewife, a podcast where a Utah mom breaks down everything we're seeing on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And maybe we'll get to some of the other cities too. And I'm just going to tell you what's really going on in the state of Utah. We are going to separate fact from fiction, talk about some gossip that only people here in Utah know, and answer answer all of your burning questions like, is Diet Coke really the reason Lisa Barlow can't go in the temple? Uh, We are definitely going to try to play catch up, seeing as there are already 17 episodes that have aired of Salt Lake. So we're going to try to get our episodes out soon. I really want to be able to catch up so that we can answer your Utah questions. Um, I decided to start this podcast after talking about housewives a lot on my Instagram, which is Rosie in Real Life, if you ever wanted to follow. And after every episode, I would just have my inbox flooded with questions about the Mormon church, what certain phrases mean, and I'm here to help you with it all. Um, A lot of the questions I got are, you're the only person I know that lives in Utah, and then I see the housewives and it seems so different. So this is why we're here, so that we can talk about it. I just want to give a little disclaimer before we start. I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're known as LDS, but more commonly known as Mormons, even though as a church, we don't use that term anymore. But for the sake of this podcast and to keep it easy, I will still use the term Mormon when describing someone from our religion. Um, And I just wanted to give you a little background on me so you know who you're hearing from. I grew up a member of the Mormon church with both of my parents converting from the Catholic religion. My dad got baptized when he was 18. My mom was 26 and pregnant with me. I spent most of my years growing up in Ohio and Germany, so I didn't grow up in Utah, but I came to BYU for college, spent four years there. You know, the school Heather Gay went to and was known as a good time girl. That's where I went. So I lived in Utah for all four years of college, moved back to California for a bit after we graduated, and then came back in 2014 for my husband to get his MBA. So I've been here for almost 10 years. I feel like I'm very in the Utah know. And the Utah world is wild, but we're going to get into that, I'm sure. So let's get started. Today, for my first episode, I invited one of my best friends that I actually met in the dorms freshman year at BYU. She is born, bred, and raised in Utah and gets her hair done at Angie Sloan. (laughs) So that makes her my perfect first guest. Please welcome Lauren Bickmore. Hi, I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so excited you're here with me. <laughs> Literally, this is the best person that I could have ever asked for. We've been texting about housewives for, I don't know, since the show started. Yes. And we're just so excited to share all of our little insights and ideas. Yes, and that's kind of how we got the name. I got the name for the podcast because our group chat is called Salty Housewives. So I was like, this is perfect because we just talk about stuff from the Salt Lake show what we're thinking, what seems way weirder than it really is. So we are going to get started recapping episode one of this newest season. And um, okay, let's get going. So, okay, you know how they always do the teaser at the beginning of the season? And this one is the wild. (laughs) Well, I have like PTSD because it's the Bermuda, they're in Bermuda. Yes. And Heather is like, on the phone. So upset. Mm-hmm. Trembling, she says. <laughs> Kicks him out. Kicks him out. But then I'm like, is this going to be the same as last year? And it's the black guy and we get no answers. It's so, and like it ends up being so anticlimactic, Ugh, right? Like yes. they build you up, build you up. So excited to watch, keep watching. And then you find out what it actually is. And you're like, Ugh. oh, I know. I think that that's why I'm like, okay, it seems exciting, but could it be like just as 
They're very good at building us yes, up. Yes. Getting us so, so we'll excited. see. We will see. Okay. And then they have the ladies walking by with like scripture on the bottom. Oh. But they're saying. Oh, and it's all like they're whatever happens on the season so far, at yeah. least, where it's like Angie K walks past. Who is she fighting with? Monica. Monica. Right? Yes. Uh, no, Monica walks past Lisa. Oh, and yeah. it's like this for like what's it called foreshadowing foreshadowing of who they're like, fighting yeah, exactly, with exactly yes and it's like mob wife style <laughs> so it's like and Meredith's like they're at City Creek yes. which is like an outdoor mall owned by the LDS church yes and which Mer- we actually do we find out that they had to get permission from the church to shoot there oh I don't know I remember that they said like the church wasn't gonna let them film at certain spots so they must have gotten permission the church is like whatever well and it's in this like whole view of the LDS like the Salt Lake City Temple yeah yeah and I'm like, what does this have to, I love that they focus so much on the church Yeah. because I'm like, what does this have to do with, except for the fact that Heather can't keep the church out of her mouth, you know? We'll get there. Yes. Let's get do there. it. Yes. Um, okay. So we open up and I think it's like February when the girls start filming. And let me tell you, the snow is giving me PTSD. Oh my They're gosh. shoveling snow. In their boots, in their high heel boots when yes. Heather has her literal five inch heel boots on. If you guys know anything about snow in Utah- it's psycho. Like it is heavy. And we had so underneath. much last year. So much. And Heather's out there in her high heel boots. And then she hands the shovel to <laughs> Meredith. Meredith's like, um, we have <laughs> snow removal services of Park City. And I'm like, Meredith, Meredith, you have never done it. But Poor also Heather is like, I have to do this myself, girl. And she's in her fancy fur coat. I was crying. I loved it. I loved it all. Love um, it. so we get them, they're going together. But let's get back to the, we're coming back to that. But we get Lisa and Sundance because she calls herself the Sundance queen. Oh. I love Lisa Parlow. I oh, true love. And it's not just because we both love Diet Coke. No. And we have ours here with us, by the way, just a little, <laughs> just a little Diet Coke next to us because that's where we really relate. But she, I, have you ever heard of Lisa Parlow as the Sundance queen before the show? Never. And the best part is that they film her and she's like, get somebody to, to get somebody to mop this. And she's like, I'm the queen. I run the show. Can you imagine being like, Hey, go get somebody to get somebody to do this for me. <laughs> and you got to be the queen. I love her. I love her too. I love her so much. And then, okay. So this is when we get to the conversation with her and John in the car. Oh. John is the most unbothered housewife <laughs> husband on the planet. Just, Just stoic. Stoic. And the same expression all the time. And honestly, it's great because you can't have two people with Lisa energy. You've no. got to have the calm to the crazy. <laughs> and I love him for it. But just her phone's going off the entire well, time. And she's talking about how she wants to be so much more present. It's just like hilarious. She's like, I am going to be here. I have not been here in my kids' lives enough. I've got to be more present. And then she's like, hold on, John. I got to get this call. <laughs> I love her. Okay, so this is when we get our first thing that we want to talk to you guys about church stuff. So Lisa tells us that Jack wants to go on a mission. So let's just briefly talk about what a mission is. So in our church, you, this is not mandatory. This is a, like a volunteer. You can go on a mission when you're a boy at 18 and a girl at 19. Girls go for 18 months. Boys go for two years. You don't get to pick where you're going. Correct. And you just kind of fill out a paperwork, f- paperwork, like a bunch of paperwork. Actually, yeah. like if you speak a language, you mm-hmm. put that on there. If you have medical mm-hmm. concerns or conditions or whatever. You yes. Put that on there. And you, um, you get called to go somewhere for our church where, yes, you're going to be going and doing service and teaching the people in that area about Jesus Christ. But the call is like literally an email. It used to be in the mail and it just 
opens up and it says, hey, we're calling you to be a missionary and this is where you're going. So like even the call is kind of an exciting thing because that's when yes. you find everything out, like when you're leaving, where you're going, et cetera. Yeah. So uh, if you ever hear Lisa talking about like a mission call party for Jack, this is what she's talking about. Is she's talking about he's going to open the letter or email saying where he's going for the next two years. And it's very exciting because you don't know. You could be going to Montana or you could be going to the Philippines. You have totally. no idea. There's literally no choice for you, but it is not mandatory. You don't have to do it. So Jack choosing to do it. But with that being said, yes. you do need to know that if you're raised in Utah, it's, there's it's, like an expectation. It's kind of a social expectation. And for boys, I, not, not necessarily boys. for girls. Yeah. And I wish it wasn't that way. And everybody says, oh, it's optional. It's optional. But you need to know that if you're in a predominantly Mormon area and you don't go, it's kind of taboo. And that's unfortunate. Obviously, we yeah. want it to be an actual choice, but yes, you want to go for a, for the right reason, not Correct. because you feel pressured. But I know so many men and boys that end up going because of the social obligation. Yes. yes. So the fact that Jack picked it on his own is really, especially without the pressure from his parents. Yes. Because I think that's huge. If you're raised in the church, there's a lot of pressure, and for him there wasn't any. So yeah. for him to actually choose was awesome. Yes. So actually, when Lauren and I were in college, the age for girls was 21. Um, and it got changed in 19. So there's actually a lot more girls that go now because it's younger. Whereas with 21, um, it was kind of like, if you haven't gotten married, got, no, really, <laughs> really though, that's like, BYU. We get married so young, young in Utah yeah. and especially at a church school where it's like, okay, if you're not married, then what else are you doing? You might as well go on a mission, which yeah. is also such a backwards way of thinking. Yes. But yes. With a younger age, lots yeah. more girls are choosing to go, which yes. is awesome. Yes. So that is, uh, that's why I wanted to, we just wanted to talk about what a mission was so that you guys, if you have any questions about it, we can keep talking about it. But that is what I want you guys to know what Jack is doing. Um, and I was actually so sad watching Lisa cry about it because I, you could tell that she felt like she had missed an important part of his life. Totally. But then <laughs> just go straight into her phone dinging. <laughs> well, and as a mom, you like want to be included in those yeah. decisions. But so much of that is like that transition period where you're kind of becoming an adult. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not ready for that time of life. And Jack, she said hard. that Jack said, I'm just not like you and dad, which so. could be the fact that like Lisa doesn't wear garments or Lisa has her tequila business, which most Mormons don't drink, drink alcohol. Drink alcohol. Yeah. So that could be what Jack means. We don't know what Jack means. But that could be kind of where what just he like was. a different commitment level to the church. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I get that question about Lisa a lot. Like, is she is she a member? Because she does this, and honestly, having Lisa go to church is all we really want. That those are personal things that she can choose to do. Well, and honestly, like we're did I don't know if everybody knows this, but people in, that are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, we identify as Christian. So it's, it's even more than that. It's not even church attendants are following the rules, right? That make you a good Mormon or a bad Mormon, as Heather says. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like you being a Christ-like person. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Which I think, you know, I think Lisa's has a really sweet heart. I know I do too. <laughs> we love Lisa Barlow here. We love her. Okay. So we're going to go. So we are back to Heather. Um, she moved into a bigger house, which good for her. Beauty Lab and Laser blew up. She got a yes. second location over in Riverton which yes. is over by where Whitney lives. Yeah. So it's by Daybreak. And that's a, Daybreak's a great area for some, yes. for a fall like that. Yes, it is. Because if you don't know, Daybreak has a lot of Utah moms that mm -hmm. love their injections. Love their Botox. We love a good Botox here in Utah. I don't know if you know <laughs> this, but you can get it on every corner. You can. And we both partake. <laughs> um, okay, so I just, so Meredith comes over. 
the, and doesn't shovel snow. <laughs> and I still just can't get over how like different Meredith looks from season one. Oh my gosh. I mean, talk about Botox, talk about Botox, Injection. but also like she was just, it's just so different from season one. Season one, she was like, so unbothered. I'm not going to engage in this. Yeah. And it's just, and then now she's coming over to talk about Whitney talking about her, her bath. bath? <laughs> like why? <laughs> Meredith. In her bath. I was and dying. You could tell that Heather is like, is this a joke? No, her face the entire time when she's like, she wants to laugh. Oh, 100%. And, and I wanted like, to laugh. She even said, she's like, I can't tell if she's choking. Yeah. <laughs> because Meredith tells Heather that Whitney commented saying that her and her husband taking a bath is creepy and dirty. <laughs> Meredith, why do we care about this, Meredith? It's it's literally her just trying to find a storyline. Well, and that's kind of what I think is like they're trying to create drama, drama between the women. Yes. And it's like, if this is the only thing we can find, we're okay. going with it. Yes, yes. So uh, Heather's just like, okay, all right, here <laughs> we go. So we we get a brief shot of um, Meredith at her store in Park City. Have you been oh, to Meredith oh. Mark's store? Okay, you guys. Park City Main Street is iconic. It's epic. It's awesome. It really it's is. so cute. It's so quaint. So fun. And I'm sure, I know for a fact that the real estate up there is like oh my. so expensive, right? Yes. Outrageous. Meredith's shop is four feet by four feet. Who said it was a closet? <laughs> it might have been Danny Pellegrino or maybe it was some other ladies, but somebody was like, it's a closet. And it's tiny. And there's like five pieces of jewelry. And so they're not like, it's not a wrong criticism to say it is accurate it's the, tiny. It's tiny. I went in and I think the cheapest thing I saw was like a Meredith, a Meredith Marks button. That was maybe like $7, something like that. It is tiny. But the problem is, is that if you have such little inventory, you have to charge big money to pay the rent. Yes, on, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. So here comes Mary Crosby. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah. The queen is back. <laughs> Mary Crosby wasn't there last, Cosby, not Sorry, not Crosby. Cosby. Cosby. Mary Cosby <laughs> wasn't there last season. And we missed her. And we missed her. And honestly, there was some weird stuff going on. Her church closed down for a bit. I yeah. don't know if it's reopened. We should maybe take a field trip. I feel like we need to drive by. Or maybe go out to a Sunday service. Oh, I Maybe yes. let's go see what's going on. And we'll report back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> because there were rumblings that it had closed down. Like there was a fence or like something around it. I also think it's on like a very sketchy part of town. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not right? like in this main spot where you want to be, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, and let's be for real right now. Mary and Meredith would never be friends if this show wasn't around. Never. So I love that Mer Meredith's like, I've been checking in on Mary. It's like, no, you got the notice that Mary was coming back <laughs> and you had to find a friend and you needed an ally. Exactly. But the best part is when Mary is so upset that the door is not working well. She is just forcing with all her might comes in. It's it's a blizzard outside. Yes. Park City Main Street is a uphill walk. Oh my gosh. She is huffing and puffing so Even mad. though she definitely got dropped off in front of that door. <laughs> 100%. She's not walking. So they made it look like she'd been walking. Yes. She's like snowy, disheveled, and breathing hard. Yep. I was dying. I'm like, this is a perfect re-entry. Yes. And we Mary. got a brief brief history of what she's been doing. She says, Robert Jr. is maybe married. He <laughs> lives in her house. She didn't have time to ask. But he lives in her house. Yes. Maybe married. Is the wife there? What What's going on? Sure. And that Robert Sr. has been in Vegas for, <laughs> for a long time. six months and she loves it. Well, of course she does. She doesn't like Robert Sr. No. <laughs> they are like, be for real. They're not in a loving marriage. But she's like, oh yeah, he's been gone for six months. It's been great. It's been great. Um, I love, this is my favorite part about Mary this episode. She is the only person asking about Jen. She's the only person that brings it up. She brings it up twice. She brings it up to it's Meredith true. and then later on to Heather. 
we want to know what these people think about Jen. It was but the, so but the only reason she's asking about Jen is because she, hates, she her. hates her. She's hoping she's rotting in prison. Yes, yes. And also, she was such like a vo- like a focal point of last season. And then we're just gonna like not talk about her. It is we kind are. of weird. She's yeah. in jail. We We've need to talk at least about her. Address it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, we kind of miss Jen Shaw. I mean, I do. She the I've, drama was wild. We miss the drama. I know. Jen. Even though she did terrible things. No, no, we're not excusing her behavior. No. But, but we miss Jen. There, she was really funny sometimes. Yes. But also pay back those elderly people, Jen. Yes. Um. So they go to lunch. They talk about Jen a little bit. Meredith's like, she's in prison. I'm not going to contact her. I'm like, <laughs> Meredith, you don't care about Jen. You just needed an ally last yes. season. Um, you oh, know. Also when Mary doesn't eat the salad. Because she says it's too <laughs> spicy. And it's going to come out. She talks about it coming out the other end. I, spicy, was dying. Here they are, these like fancy, you know, they're trying so hard to like personify this you know, money and whatever. She's talking about her diarrhea <laughs> at the lunch table is she on is? TV. Yes, she Dying. is. Okay. Here's where we get to Angie. Angie K. Love. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Love her. Yes. She, but I, she is, she cracks me up. She's ruffling some she, feathers. This and season. she's so small. Every tiny. time I see her, I like, I'm like, I got to see you in person. Cause you are so small. Even on TV, you're just a tiny little thing. When you can tell she owns a hair salon. Cause her hair is always perfect. She, her hair is stunning. She is now full-time. She was a friend of last season. Now she's yep. full-time. She comes in for her lunch with, she's going to lunch with Lisa and Monica. We're getting to Monica with her huge pink glasses. Oh Just my gosh. I got it. When she, when she goes, they need windshield wipers. <laughs> I was dying. It's exactly what I was thinking. I love that she's aware. Oh my gosh. And you, so she owns Lunatic Fringe, which is a salon. There's multiple Lunatic Lunatic Fringes around Utah. They also own the Paul Mitchell Hair School. Oh, in Salt Lake. Yeah. So what they do is, and this is the idea, I guess, that they train them at Paul Mitchell, make sure that they learn really well, and then they pull the best stylist. To work at their salon. I've been going to Lunatic for years. Love it. Sometimes I get to see Angie K. Sometimes I get to see Sean. And you saw Jen Shaw there one time, right? I did see Jen Shaw there. (laughs) She texted our group. She had a whole entourage with her, and she was actually so nice. Didn't she wink at you? She looked over. No, I think she blew me a kiss or something. <laughs> Best of my life. I love her just being like, she was hey, in her know white, you know white who tin, I am. tinted window, Rain, Range Rover, parked across the street, had like a whole group with her. Oh my gosh. It was the best. I love it. I love it. Okay. So Angie K, full-time housewife now. Yes. And we meet Monica. Monica's our new housewife who I think she's beautiful. Oh, I she think she's is so pretty. stunning. And I kind of love that like she comes up to lunch and was it Angie that was like, oh, you look so good. And she's like, don't get used to this girl. Yeah. Like I'm a single mom of yeah. four. She has four kids. Yeah. She's like, I'm not like all glammed up, glammed up yes, all the time, which, which I appreciate. Yes. Because that's real life. We love some sweats. We are going through the drive through in our sweats for yes. sure. And they met through Jen. They were both friends with Jen. So that's yes. how we've got our Monica connection. And Lisa comes in. And it's very weird because you can't tell if Lisa and Monica have met each other before. They handshake. They, she's like, nice to meet you. And it's like, no, no, no. Wait, didn't you? Know, you, you know each, know each other. other. Yeah. And Lisa says she met Monica when she was running errands for Jen, but she looked different. And but then she, they show the picture. She looks the same, but with blonde hair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lisa. Lisa's just like, I'm just like, I didn't know her. It's kind of like those people you run into that always are like, oh, what's your name? And you're like, girl, Ooh. I have met you 17 yes, times. Yes, I have one of those. It drives same. me nuts. Yes. Um, so Monica, Monica, okay, so this is where dro- Monica drops the bomb on us. She yes. says that when she was working for Jen, 
she, Jen asked her if she wanted to make $600,000 a year and be rich. And if she did, she would only have to put a couple things in her name. And Monica's like, what? So she has a friend in the secret service <laughs> and he tells her to get away from Jen, Jen Shaw because yes. she's being investigated. Yep. And then two months later she's arrested. Yes. And Monica becomes a witness in the trial. Do you know what I am way proud of Monica for? What? Not taking the bait. Oh yeah. Who like, doesn't want here you are grand? like a single mom. You've got four kids. You're trying to provide, and you have this offer. Like, good for her. Oh yeah, I, I agree. like really loved her from that second. I agree, and I feel like she probably like maybe not new, but had a feeling like something's yes, a little something's weird wrong. here. Totally, like your business, kind of like the girl said is in the she, earlier seasons. Like, what does Jen actually do? Like, how does she make all that money? Nobody knows. Well, Coach well, Shaw we is like a coach, an, an assistant coach. Yeah, at the U. Yeah, is he still doing that? I don't know. We need to look into okay, that. Okay, we should look at that. But up. I kind of love Coach Shaw. I know I do too. I hope he had no idea what's going on. I but know me too. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And so all of that is alleged about Coach Shaw. We don't know. <laughs> yep. Um. So they're having lunch. Angie says that there's only six of her mink Fendi bag. She's <laughs> just such a flex. But okay, Angie, I love it. And Lisa orders sushi nachos, which just makes me love her more because they're like, I'm gonna have a blackened salmon. She's like, I'm gonna get sushi nachos, Queen. Someone tell me how you can eat nachos, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell mm-hmm. Diet Coke. What was something else that she was talking about loving the other day on this oh, yes. episode? The snowballs from the, the gas station. Snowballs. Yes. The grossest you. thing at the gas station the ever. The snowballs. And she is a stick. I love her. I love her. Teach me your ways, Lisa. <laughs> it's because she's hustling up in Sundance. Yeah, she is. Um, okay, so Monica says she's getting divorced. She and her husband got divorced. Then they got remarried. Then they got divorced. So there's a whole thing there. Um, and then, uh, Monica <laughs> says that when Jen was friends with Lisa, Lisa would call and Jen would hand Monica the phone. <laughs> <laughs> she literally puts the phone down and the best is when they pan back to them at lunch. Is Lisa and talking? It's true. Lisa never stops. She just chat, 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 chat. And Monica's like, yeah, this is what I used to do. Oh, put the oh, phone down. I love so it. Good. And then Monica gives us a little like cryptic line and she's like, I know everybody's dark secret secrets. I'm just trying to. You know, she's just holding them in right now because Jen has a lot of secrets. Yeah, can't wait for those. Okay, we're at our first cast event. And this is the best because this is at the Lake House. Guys, the Lake House is up Provo Canyon on the way to it's Heber. Deer, it's by Deer Creek. It's by Deer Creek. Yeah, where people it's go just boating. like a little resort. Yeah, or a reservoir. Yeah, so literally like the parking lot of this place is like people where they park their boats to go out boating. Yes, and you can see the highway. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. they pan out. It is nowhere. It's not Deer Valley. No, it's not. You're driving up the canyon, nothing, 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 boom, lake house. And then nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I don't know why they picked that spot. Yeah, it's not but it is beautiful. Down. I mean, it's pretty out there. But there's other places we could have yes. gone. But yeah. that's okay. That's because okay. I've heard the food actually is really good. So I've never even been up there. But Maybe let's do another trip to the lake house. <laughs> um, Dre is there with Heather. And Dre is actually our friend's sister-in-law. Yep. So maybe we got to get that friend on the podcast. She's adorable. Yes. I really like She's Dre. Heather's business partner. Yep. From what we've seen of her. Yes. Like and her. she seems darling. And see the snowball set up and then Whitney comes in and she brings friends. And honestly, I think that this is probably in the beginning of, of housewives, they're trying to cast the show. So these friends were probably like auditioning for the show totally. to be like friends of yep. kind of like how Angie K and the other Angie were last season. Yep. So I think that's why we saw a mix of these random people that we don't see. I'm always surprised at the group they pulled together. It is interesting because we've talked about this a lot. Like there are so many people in Utah that we could have been like, they would be great for the show. Yes. 
But who they cast is not always who we would have picked. Or we're like, who are they? Who are, Who is this? Yes. Who is Meredith Marks? But I will tell you, Whitney Rose is a great cast because she is beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. I've met her one time in real life. Oh my gosh. She's, she's so do- pretty. She is stunning. When I saw her, she like barely had any makeup on. She was donating a gift to our fundraiser, like yeah. of her skincare line. Gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous human being. Yes. And she stirs the pot. Love her for that. Love her for that. Uh, so I want Lisa's jacket. I looked it up one oh, time. It's so cute. How much was like it? Like $2,500. Maybe I can make my own, <laughs> bedazzle my own. I love it. And Mary <laughs> likes it. And that's the only thing Mary ever likes about Lisa is what she's wearing. <laughs> the comment she makes later in the season when she's like, oh, that's what you chose to wear? Yeah. Mm, Ugh, bad choice. Mary. Her unfiltered candidness yes. is just my favorite part. And speaking about Mary and Lisa, Lisa reads the text that Mary sent her. Oh, Oh my gosh. And then when they're like, do you feel good about seeing Lisa? She's like, I feel great about it. <laughs> I like her jacket. Lisa reads the text. And some of them say, you're a black widow. You will kill people with your nasty skin. <laughs> <laughs> Could you ever imagine no. sending a text like She that? feels great. That's the best part about Mary is that she doesn't give No, she doesn't, she, doesn't she doesn't care. She does not care. No. She's like, I feel great about <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay, Heather says they all want a fresh start. She said she and Whitney sat down. They show us a little clip. They're gonna have a fresh start, so everybody's gonna have a fresh start. Which, okay. which thing? But thank heavens for Heather and Whitney. Yes. How much have we missed their friendship? A ton. Wait, I what do they call each other? The bad cu- weather. Bad weather. And no, then they call the boozy the cousins. Boozy. What is it? Bussin cousins. Bussin cousins. Yes. I did really miss it. Those two fighting made me really sad. I know because Especially they they're feel family. like and they feel like the most genuine friendship. Yes. Where, like. You can tell that some of them are friends because they're like mm-hmm. getting something, mm-hmm. like gaining something socially or whatever. But like Whitney and Heather felt like a genuine yes. friend. And so I'm happy that they're fixing that. Me too. And then Hopefully. I, yes. Well, we see later that maybe it's not. Uh, I hope so though. I hope so. I love that Mary brings up Jen again and she's <laughs> doing it to Heather and she's, she's like, how afraid. do you feel? And Jen, and Heather says, I feel like people projected that we were closer than we were. I don't believe that. Yeah. I feel like Heather wanted to be closer to Jen yes. and Jen ever cared to be with Heather. Even when Monica's like, oh, she never said a nice thing yeah. about Heather, which made me so sad for I Heather. Know. And I feel like Heather's trying to try to backpedal right now. Yes. She's like, no, 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 we weren't really that close because Jen's in jail. But it's yes. like, no, it feels like you were because you stuck up for her a lot. She was such a good friend to Jen and it was not reciprocated. Yeah. And I hope she can move on. I really hope Same. that she doesn't go like back to that when Jen gets out of jail in well, that, what, five years? I mean, that's a long time. Maybe she'll get out early because good behavior. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? But I hope she can move on. And then Meredith tells Lisa that she wants to meet up and chat. And we're happy about that too because that was nasty. And again, that feels like a real friendship. A real friendship, yes. or at least like one that was benefiting both of them. Yes. I yes. don't know. I feel like Meredith and Lisa fighting was no good. No, I didn't like that. I don't like, uh, I mean, I love fighting for the show because of the drama, but it also makes me sad when they're really friends. Yeah, we don't want anybody to fight with Lisa. No. Why would anybody fight with Lisa? But then Monica comes with her first shady comment, and we <laughs> love her for this. <laughs> Shady Monica says, who, ha- here, who here has read Heather's book? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cr- crickets. Literally not one friend not, has read it. Not one person. And Heather's just holding her glass, just waiting for someone, smiling, waiting for someone to be like, oh, yeah, I loved it. And then who was it that was like, oh, I read it. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Was it Whitney? Whitney? <laughs> yeah. And Lisa goes, am I in it? And- <laughs> well, Whitney's like, did I confuse it for another book? Oh. Like, Oh, it was actually where the crowd at seeing not Heather Gay's bad Mormon book. You know what I'm seeing? Yeah. So Lisa says that she's going to now order it because she finds out she's in it. And then Angie says that she wants to get autographed by Lisa. (laughs) Nothing is more hurtful to Heather. I, I 
it kills me these two and angie i think is also trying to be like super funny when she says it but like and shady but it kind of falls a little flat sometimes <laughs> so it's just funny because it's so awkward it's so awkward i love her though she's and- beautiful She's picking who she's aligned, like yes. allied with too. Yes. Where she's like, oh, Lisa's a good person to ally, like be yes. an ally to. Anyway, yes. oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh, so, so funny. And then we get this weird moment at the bar. So it's Heather, Whitney, and Meredith. And they're talking about how Whitney implied that last year Meredith was doing like some drugs with allegedly some oh, drugs. Yes. And they say, and Heather says, when did Special K become legal? And then they start talking about ketamine. Which is just the weirdest. That was the weirdest swerve. That was weird. And also, like, there are ketamine clinics here in Utah. Yes. I literally saw a guy coming out the other day. It was near my daughter's, um, one of her appointments. And he had to be, like, like held by three people. No, you have to have, so, special K clinics. Or, well, they don't call them that. They call them ketamine, ketamine. clinics. And it's for <laughs> it's it's, special K I mean, clinics. It's, it's on the corner it's a, of State Street. No. It's a real thing that people are using to get over you, major trauma. Yeah, PTSD. Yes. It's actually, like totally proven to work but the you have to have like uh, oh, a what prescription not even that but you have to go and you have to have someone that's with you like a a person to drive you yes and yeah. that stays with you for the first 24 and like hours the, a doctor probably there well and well not that but they tell you that you have to like go stay in a hotel or somewhere away from okay. your home where you're isolated for the first 24 hours because the effects are so psycho anyway okay so should we like be a, doing that recreationally on a girl's trip no no so that's what that was the weird that was a thing. weird add-in it was very weird i was like ooh. Maybe we'll hear more about that. Yeah, later. maybe we'll See get more, more about that. I don't know. Yeah, I did not like that. Um, so then Meredith's still talking to Whitney about how Whitney talks about her in the press. Whitney says it's the joke, but says that like her bathroom, she says something about her bathroom being in a vacation rental. And then the shady <laughs> Bravo producers put up the four different houses that Meredith has been living in in the last four years because we know she doesn't have a house in Park City. She yeah. rents. Yes. Which is fine. But did you hear that when something with the lease? They said something about like, <laughs> oh, they make sure they clean it after they lease it or oh, something. Oh, so she said so she gets her deposit back. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we love but Whitney. But buy in Park City? No, truly, who can buy in though. Utah? It's so expensive. So it's like Park so City expensive. real estate, I don't blame you, Meredith oh, yeah. Marks. You rent away. She's renting away for sure. And also I think they spend like half their time in Chicago or New York or something. Yes. So it, it makes sense. Totally. Um, it, but Whitney's right. Meredith always holds a grudge. I feel like these two are going to have a rough time this season. Meredith and Whitney. I, they here's, just don't like each other and they say they don't trust each other. Well, and here's my problem with Meredith is, is that she kind of has this tone where she's like, I will not engage. But then she's always engaged. Always. She's pressed. You know? All the time. Yes. Uh, and then we get to the activity, which if, I hate snow- activities. Okay, <laughs> snowball fight. The snowball fight. You hate activities. Okay, so I don't want to re- like if I'm dressed super nice. So you're Mary, is what you're saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when Mary was like, "I'm not gonna do that," I was like, "Yeah, girl, me." This either. is what we love about Mary is that if she doesn't agree or she she's doesn't want to do it, she's not doing she's not it. Doing it. She's like, "Excuse me, I'm not a full time cast member. I don't have to do anything." She's not I doing it for to. the camera. She's not doing it for the fans. She's nope. not doing it for the friends. What fans? Like, no for Mary. <laughs> what fans? I mean, I'm kind of a Mary fan. I am a Mary fan too. I love her candidness. Sometimes she's so mean though. Oh, she's so mean. She's so mean. But she says she's not going to do it and that's me. And she's just like, no thanks. She's watching. They just like cut to her watching through the windows. She's warm. She's cozy. She's still looking fresh. And everybody else is disheveled. Their hair's getting messed up. Yep. And that's when we get the Lisa comment saying that she loves gas station snowballs. (laughs) And I just am dying at the like music that's playing as they're throwing the snowballs. It's like that dun, 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 dun. (laughs) I can 
impending doom. Yes, but like also like it's a war going on. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they're rolling around and tackling each uh, other. And all you just hear is Angie K, my hair. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so fitting for someone who owns a hair but that's salon. Just, but that's so true though. It's like, I thought I was coming here for a first cast party. I was drinking want... mimosas and now I'm rolling in the snow. Yes. And I hope all of these girls had drivers to get them home because the snow, yes. I think about that every episode. I'm like, who's driving you home? Well, Besides when you're on a sprinter van. Well, we won't, we we'll won't get there. be a spoiler, but you know, with Meredith and her stuff later on with this snowy drive and you're like, oh dear. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. That is episode one. It was so good. So good. Such a way to kick off the season. I really didn't know if I was going to watch the season because I was like, the trailer looked kind of like just everybody fighting again. Yes. So happy I did. We have to have a mix of friendships. Yes, we do. And we, we want to like them. We want. Yes. Like you, you love to hate, but you also love to love. Yeah, because like whether we like it or not, this is our state, and we oh, want, we gotta re- represent well. <laughs> we gotta represent well, and we want there to be some good moments. So, totally. um, if you have any questions about this episode, I'm gonna have you tell us on our Instagram page. I want to be able to address them next week. The biggest thing with this podcast is I want to be able to answer your questions because I feel like my inbox is like, wait, I'm confused by this comment or this phrase or what does this mean. So, if you have questions, please <clears throat> leave them on the Instagram page. And then if you could rate, leave a review and subscribe, that would bring me so much joy. I love talking about this stuff. It's something that I talk about every single day in my life anyway. So to be able to share it all with you, I am so excited. And that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye.